Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast Studio getting ready to record episode number 163. We're going to talk about a quote from the great branch, Ricky, and its impact on us as coaches. Before we get into that, though, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus 9 rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website and order your bats. Use the EFP20 discount, which is for everything fast pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support Everything Fast Pitch at the same time. We also need to talk about patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. We've been talking about this for a long time. I'm going to cut this short to this week. We need your support. We definitely are approaching the point of no return. We need to have more people who are enjoying and benefiting from the podcast help support it. It's $5, 10 or $20 a month. If you're in a position where you can help support Everything Fast Pitch, and Coach Prep, Coach Don, and I desperately need the help. Go to patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. It's all going to be explained to you there. I was going to say, we enjoy doing it, but it does cost us a little bit of money to make yeah, it all happen. No, and, yep. and, and a little bit, a little bit, month after month after month isn't a little Add, bit anymore. Adds up. That's, that's yep. the reality of it. So Don Branch Rickey, very famous because he was the owner of the Dodgers when Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier and became the first African-American player in, in Major League Baseball. We do a great job of celebrating Jackie Robinson, but I think what's important that we always pay attention to the fact that without Branch Rickey, Jackie Robinson is not in the position that he is to, you know, to break down the walls that, that he did. But on top of the fact that Branch Rickey was uh, intelligent enough and, and foresightful enough to, to make a decision to bring in Jackie Robinson and, and change Major League Baseball forever, he also had a couple of other thoughts about running a team that I thought were really important. And the one that I wanted us to talk about today was a statement, a thought, philosophy that he espoused uh, consistently, which was addition by subtraction. Nice, yeah. yeah. And addition by subtraction, I think, has a lot of meaning for our coaching friends because I think when we look at team sports, the team part of that is a very important thing that sometimes we lose track of or we don't give enough value to. You know, putting a bunch of people together and, and getting them to function as a unit, to operate together, to sacrifice a little bit of their individual needs and goals for the good of the team, all that stuff is hugely important into whether or not a team's going to be successful or not. And a lot of times what I think happens is we get so wrapped up in how amazingly talented a player is that we forget that there's a lot of other stuff that goes on that that player could or could not be doing that is going to have a lot to say with whether or not we're going to be successful. And so if you're an NBA fan, right now we're watching the New Jersey Nets, which have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, two of the most talented individual players in the history of basketball on the same roster. And everybody thinking, wow, that's going to be a super team. They're going to be so great. Well, there are some things about the situation with those players that shows that there's more to being a successful team than just having great players. And when you have players that are maybe a little bit uh, more worried about the me than the we that aren't willing to do some of the stuff that really good teammates do or that really good teams have players that are willing to do, 
holds them back and keeps them from from accomplishing what they're capable of. No, I think that whole uh, statement, Tori, uh, the addition through subtraction is a challenge for a coach. A lot yep. of times it's tough. I mean, we might identify, you know, what, what the situation might need to have happen, but uh, to actually implement it and, and remove somebody from a situation to try and make the whole better, I think is a really tough thing for, yep. for us to do. And, um, you know, talking about it and, and realizing that that just is something that has to be done occasionally is something we all got to, you know, take note of. And yeah. one, is it one bad apple? Spoils yep. a bunch. Yep. And, no, and I think yep. that that's uh, you know, another version. But I think one of the things that we can all agree on: the hardest thing in coaching is cutting a player. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It is by far the hardest thing you will ever have to do, especially if it's a very now, talented player, um, right? Sometimes sometimes it's you know you have tryouts, you have a situation where you have more players than you have spots for whatever it is, and you have to remove a player. Well, in, in the typical situation, the player that you're removing when you're cutting a player is somebody that's proven that they're not quite talented enough, not quite capable of contributing to the team. So you cut them because they're not good enough to make your team better. They don't have what it takes to contribute or to, to, to succeed in your situation. Being tough, that's being tough, but not, that's not the toughest one. Right, but that, yeah. but that, and that's hard, that's heartbreaking because yeah. a lot of times when you're cutting that player, you're cutting somebody who really wants to play really wants to do what they can. You know, I've had times You'd love where, to help. And, yeah. yeah. I, I've had times where you know, I've had to have that talk with a player and say, well, you know, it's just not going to work out for you. You're never going to play that they want to be part of it so badly that they'll basically say anything. You know, I'll, I'll do whatever you take. I'll never cause any problems. You know, you know, I'll carry the equipment. I, I don't care if I ever play as long as I can be on the team and all yeah. that stuff. And, and I think when they're saying it, they mean it, but unfortunately they can't really they don't really mean it. They don't really know what they're signing up for because they're you know, still holding on to hope. Well, you know, cutting that player is really hard. But what ends up happening, and I think is even harder, and where this addition by subtraction becomes much more meaningful, is you've got a player that can contribute, that yeah. is talented, that is capable of making your team more successful. But because of their attitude, their effort, their personality, you know, the way they mesh with their teammates or don't mesh with their teammates means that they're not helping the team be successful. And that's a whole we might different be dragging, discussion. We might be dragging many other potential star players down. Right. And that's one that we've all dealt with. I know I've had to deal with it two or three times where you know that really talented player is just so difficult, so hard to work with, you know, whatever it is, that we've had to cut players in those situations. And so I'd always heard the addition by subtraction. I've always felt that sometimes that's true. You know, there's other ways that we say it. You know, sometimes you have to cut the cancer out. Yep. Whether we're making our team stronger by subtracting somebody who's not contributing to the overall good of the team, or we're cutting the cancer out. Either way, we're talking about doing the same thing. Yeah, no, and to me, that's really tough to do because it's a, it's a hard call because they often are very, very good, talented players. Yep. But for whatever reason, they just do not contribute to everyone else's benefit. You know, it's a team for sure. It's easy if it's a tennis player that just doesn't get along with somebody. Right. You know, yeah, if they're it, out it, there on their own or a golfer. Or, yeah, if yeah. it's an individual sport and you've got a bad attitude or you're not willing to sacrifice <laughs> for the team, that's okay because you're not really hurting anybody but yourself. That's it. Um, yeah. But in, in some situations, you'll have that player that is just hard to get along with for whatever reason. Everybody's just, more worried about that person. And how they're going to react, what they the might dugout. say. Yeah. yeah then, then how we're going to get 
uh, another run or to right. beat this other team. Well, one of the things that you know I talk with players all the time, is, and really from a per, from a positive perspective, if we're working with a hitter, if they can get one percent better, they should be really excited about that because one percent in our game can be huge. Sure, you know the one percent might be the difference between being on time as a hitter or being just a little bit late. It might be the difference between you know getting a glove on that ball and making a great play or just missing it. You know, it might be that pitch that breaks an extra three inches and the hitter pops it up or doesn't break three inches and she hits it on the barrel and hits a home run. Yeah. So 1% improvement is a really big thing. So if we think about 1% improvement or 10% improvement is a really big thing, then obviously the flip side of that, 1% distraction, 1% frustration, 1% anger that's taking you away from the goals of the team or from you being able to perform at your best is a big thing too. In particular, if you're of a championship caliber, I mean, that is the difference maker. Yep. And we've talked about this in the past on Everything Fast Pitch, that you know, over the course of my life, there's you know, five or six times that I was really disappointed, I mean, very, very heartbroken by how a season ended up. You know, went into it thinking, hey, we're really talented. We're going to be really good. We got all the pieces to, to be a championship team. You know, we can, you know, we should be winning our league this year. We should be making the NCAA tournament this year. And those five or six times that it didn't happen, there was always something behind the scenes, something not just, you know, performance on the field that was contributing to it. It always aggravated me because sometimes I would blame myself and think that something I didn't do well enough, something that I should have done a better job of. But sometimes it was completely unknown, right? Yeah. You know that behind the scenes, you had that one player that was undermining everything, that was causing trouble, that was creating drama. No one else wanted to bring it to the surface. Right. No, nobody yeah. wanted to throw that person under the bus and say, "Hey, you know, coach, yeah. I wanted to just let you know one of the reasons we're not playing very well is there's the shortstop, the center field, and the pitcher all hate each other, right? And they can't get along." Well, you know, if I would have known about that, could you know, have intervened maybe done and, something. Yeah. You know, or you see it and you think, ah, there's a little bit of tension, but it's no big deal. Nobody else is in, you know, nobody else cares. Well, those situations, those kinds of things were always, you know, in play in those years that I was most disappointed in. And so whether it was I felt like I didn't do a good enough job as a coach, sometimes I didn't do a good enough job because I wasn't aware enough of what was going on to see the problem. And I was thinking there was one thing, it was something completely different. So I felt like I didn't do what I was capable of doing to, to resolve it. Now, in hindsight, wishing you know, that you knew what had happened, what was going on, a lot of those were the situations where that addition by subtraction would have been the right choice. Now, now there were you know, a handful of times that I had to cut a really good player mid-season or, or pre-season or whatever it was because of stuff like that that was going on. You know, it might be the the really talented player that just wanted to party too much, just wanted to, you know, do those kinds of things. It might be the really talented player that didn't want to come to practice every day or would show up late. Sometimes it was the really talented player that wouldn't do their schoolwork, you know, that would mess up in the classroom. And sometimes it was just the really talented player that was just a jerk. Wherever on that on that spectrum they fell, you'd have to call them in, you know, and it was never the first time we talked, you know, you're you're off the team. It was always the accumulation. It was always the second or third talking to when I finally would get to the point where I would give up the dream that somehow we could save this person from themselves. Rehabilitate. As you said, rehabilitate them. 
and we ended up, anytime a player had to leave the team, I think it ended up being ultimately good for the team in the long run. Hard now, though, so hard. And, and again, it does create another distraction. If you, yeah. if you cut somebody from the team, you throw somebody off the team for a period of time, there's going to be a settling back in process. It's going to take a little bit of time for everybody to kind of get their bearings again. Somebody's going to have to fill that role in the lineup, which is going to change their role. Part of that leader piece too, that right. uh, going to let everybody know that you're willing to do whatever it takes right. to if, make if, the hole better. Yeah. If you have to cut yeah. your shortstop and your starting shortstop gets cut because she got in trouble and has to you know, be dismissed from the team, well, somebody's got to fill that spot, which means, you know, your second baseman might be moving over, your you know center fielder might be moving, your catcher might be moving, you might have three or four other people that have to you know make some changes or make some uh, some adjustments, and so there's always going to be a feeling out period. And it, I think, what holds us back is quite often we look at it and say, well, all that other stuff is going to be so much trouble that I'm just going to ride it out. Right. And the years that you rode it out. Now, some of the years I rode it out, I didn't realize I was riding it out because I didn't really understand what was going on. Sure. But we did write it out. We didn't solve the problem. And then the problem persisted and all year long. And all of a sudden at the end of the year, well, you know, what happened? Why did this team underachieve? Well, you know, those three players were fighting all year long and it distracted me. I was so busy worrying now about them. Now you tell me. Yeah. She was that player that if somebody said the wrong thing, she'd come at you. Well, I would never say the wrong thing because I didn't want her to come at me. So I didn't say anything. So I never said anything, but yeah. I, I spent my whole year afraid to speak because if I said the wrong thing, I might get yelled at or might get in trouble. Coming might get down in, on me. You know, she might be mad at me. So Branch Rickey gave us a lot, but he also gave us the whole idea of addition by subtraction, which is a really important concept for all of us coaches to remember. And you know, as always, you know, keep that in mind because the team aspect of softball cannot be undervalued. If we undervalue it, we're going to end up paying the price. That's going to wrap up episode number 163. As always, make sure you support Anderson Bat and patreon.com slash everything fast pitch. Go to the fastpitchprep.com website, order your Square Cuts training discs. You can take advantage of the YouTube channel, the uh, blogs that are available there. There's tons of information. And as always, if you have questions, comments, ideas, suggestions, reach out to us at everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tory saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. <laughs>